Hello everyone, this is Samir Azizi and welcome to Azizi Podcast. My next guest is Tanya Ofsinek. She is a professional boxer fighting out of Ontario, Canada, originally from Slovenia. We had a great conversation about her life and about her dreams. Enjoy everybody. All right. Okay. Tanya Ofsinek. Ofsinek, yes. That's you see I'm I'm getting better. <laughs> you are. So that's nice, you know, we're still outside in our outside safe studio and uh, it's it's pretty windy here, so I hope it's uh we're not going to get blown away from here. So No, we won't. Okay. It's very fine. Awesome. How's your day so far? Uh, day's been good. I'm just relaxing today. Yeah, it was it was nice. It's actually the first time I'm meeting you. We had a nice uh, lunch and uh it was cool to kind of get to know you closer and uh I feel like it's going to be a great story, you know, like just to talk about everything and Yeah, I I do believe so. Like I have an interesting story I've been through quite a while. I mean, quite a lot, so So an interesting path as well. Um Let's start from the beginning. Okay. You're a professional boxer mm-hmm. and I'm very honored that you're here and that that we were trying to schedule that for a while mm-hmm. and uh I think last weekend we were supposed to do one. Yes. Uh, but I'm so cl- I'm so excited that uh, we're doing it this time because last time I said, "Hey, maybe she does. She just doesn't want it. It's just like an excuse." She's no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> she just tries no. to get out of it. I'm like, should I even mention that to her in the time? Uh, no, no, no. I did look forward to it. Just uh, some other stuff came uh, in between. So, but I I am awesome. Grateful for your invitation and for having me. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm very I'm very looking forward to our conversation. So. Tell us a little bit from the very start. Okay. You're a professional boxer, and I want to talk about that as well. And I want to talk about your life and uh, you know what's happening right now with you. Uh, so let's start from the beginning. How did you get involved with boxing? Um, so I've been uh, playing basketball back home in Slovenia mm-hmm. um, for like ten years, and then after that, I just wanted to try something new, right? Mm-hmm. Something that it's only going to depend on me so let's say as much hard work i put in that's mm-hmm. what i'm going to get out right it's not like that i can depend on my teammates and stuff like that mm-hmm. um so yeah so then i was just so one day i just stepped into the boxing gym back home um how, how does that happen i mean you just you, people don't just step into the boxing gym though well yeah okay that's true i was thinking about it and i was searching for different boxing gyms because you kind of get intimidated by like this men's uh-huh. sport, men's men's world, right? And just stepping in a boxing gym with all these guys there, like uh-huh. I was a little bit like intimidated, right? Uh-huh. Um, but then I saw that this one uh, boxing gym is actually called Golden Gloves uh, Gym mm-hmm. back home. Um, they first started just a female uh, group, right? Just a female boxing mm-hmm. recreational. And I said, okay, perfect, because there's only going to be females there with me. Mm-hmm. So there's no guys there. So mm-hmm. I'm good, right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so one day I just decided, okay, I'm going to go try it out. What did your parents think about that? <laughs> well, they weren't excited, right? Like, Yeah, but they were not, yeah. No. <laughs> My dad was always like, why can't you just play volleyball or like basketball or something mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. He was more a fan of, uh, of volleyball because before basketball, I played volleyball as well. Mm-hmm um so yeah yeah my my mom just said that's fine just like don't get injured right Right. like i don't want to see your face smashed and stuff like that right that's that's a that's a weird request for for someone who wants to try boxing like i know not not to get the face because that's the full point of the sport (laughs) i know but just like seeing the the blood on your daughter's like face it's yeah of course of course but i mean you can understand yeah i know i know yeah but at the end of the day that was my um that was my desire to do right and they supported it so they they really didn't have a choice right so yeah awesome um so that's how i started that's um and when i started like i was already very coordinated from basketball Mm -hmm. so the transition from basketball to boxing wasn't really hard so like in terms of conditioning and and yeah and just like moving coordination and like even my coach back then he always said like yeah females learn quickly like Mm -hmm. so you went into boxing already knowing like this is not some something that you just want to do extracurricular wise you you want to get into competitions and everything um yeah kind of 
I mean, you tried it out and you see yeah, how you how yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I then... tried it out and then like I loved it right away. And mm-hmm. then after a couple months of training, I said to my coach, "Well, I want to try sparring, right? I want to, tr- I want to mm-hmm. see how it is when somebody mm-hmm. actually punches you back, right? Right, right? Oh my god, the first couple sparrings, I was bleeding from my nose like crazy, and it wasn't like that they were punching me hard or whatever, right? But just because you're not used to it, your nose is not used to it. Yet. Yeah, some people bleed more than the others. Did that affect you mentally? No, I <laughs> no. There was this one guy that I was sparring, and each time we were sparring, sparring with a guy. Yeah, there was no females. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was one, but like, I wasn't really challenged by her. So I was always sparring with guys. And uh, there was this one guy that had like this long reach, right? Like his jab was always hitting my face. Mm -hmm. And that got me so mad and upset and like even motivated to like, Mm -hmm. okay, I want to, I want to be good and not get hit, right? Exactly. So, um... So yeah, that motivated me to even like work harder. And you know, when the guys are sparring with the women uh, in the gym, like are they, are they going lighter or they uh, is it like a fair game? How does this work at all? <laughs> very, very. Like it depends. Depends on some yeah. guys. Like when you, let's say it's a light sparring, right? I kind of want to be like it's a fair game, but I also can see if it's not a fair game. Like. Yeah, it's, it's sometimes like their ego is just, <laughs> especially if they get hit, and oh. then and then they're like, oh, you're gonna hit me? Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, like, they turn up, like, yeah. So then it's it's nasty. Yeah, they then. get they get all like insecure, like oh, I cannot be yeah, top by a girl. Yeah. I remember <laughs> exactly. when I was I was doing rugby in tenth uh, grade, and uh, we were still like the beginners in our team, and they would always put us against like the women's team, mm-hmm. and they would completely annihilate us. <laughs> Just like I don't know, we were not. It was so weird, like to you know, you're playing against women, and you kind of think like, whoa, it's it's women. You know, they are supposed to be, like, physically weaker or anything. But no, that was not the case. They freaking obliterated us and beat us up like nothing. I was, it, was, it was crazy. Well, for me, when I'm sparring with the guy, like, I really want him to know that you have to be aware. Even though we're the same weight, you're still, like, 10 times, 20 times stronger than me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, and it doesn't really make sense for you to beat me up. Like, I want to learn something from you. You want to work on some stuff. Right. That's what so, sparring is about. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So what's the point of you punching like mm-hmm. the hell out of me? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. When I'm just like, so there's some, so let's say when I work with Steve Rolls, mm-hmm. he always like spars with me the way that like I learn. So he touches me that I know, that I know, okay, I'm open. Mm-hmm. I could get like hit like crazy, but he mm-hmm. just like shows me like, oh, you're open here, you're open here, right? So, so yeah, so that's kind of sparring I like with the guys. Sometimes you have to, yeah, turn you know, it up a little bit and just like go course. into war. Sometimes but... your ego goes into it as well. I'm sorry. Sometimes your ego goes to, into it as well. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not ego, more like emotions. Got it. Because like sometimes, like especially females, mm-hmm. we are more like. I think we do fight more with the emotions, mm-hmm. especially if you kind of like don't know how to control your emotions. Mm-hmm. And then when you get hit and then you're like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's funny how it works. I personally think like I'm pretty emotional. Sometimes I get like, sometimes I'm very, like, most of the times I'm pretty chill, but sometimes like, I don't know, I have no chill, yeah. you know, to put it lightly. It's funny you mentioned Steve Rolls because we were just talking about a Triple G Rolls fight. And yeah. uh, and and I, as I told you, that was like one of the best times of my life, one of the best nights of my life. And and the fact that Steve Rolls was a part of it, and which he pr- basically, he actually did a pretty good job. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he landed some great shots on Triple G, so much respect for him to that. But I met him in like in the elevator. We sort of like nodded at each other. Mm-hmm. Very polite, very great guy. Yeah. Uh, would love to have him in this podcast. I don't know how, this, you know, if he, he would be up to it since we were like on the opposite teams or whatever. But like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. You have to ask him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like if, if, if you meet him next time, like let, let, let him know that... Uh, uh, I'll mention. <laughs> he'll <laughs> probably watch this, so he'll know. Oh, for sure. Hey, Steve. Yeah. you're a great guy Steve. <laughs> you're definitely you're you're great um but yeah so okay so you started sparring and, and yeah at some point I'm, I'm assuming you know your trainer your coach realized like hey she she got potential yeah so after i think it was after a year of me like just training and sparring and stuff like that how old were you by the way uh i started i think i was 20 mm-hmm. 20 yeah i think i was 20 cool um so yeah after a year of training then uh, i said okay i want to like actually compete Mm -hmm. so then it was very hard for me to get fights back then too because all the females in slovenia were like smaller um so even like in my weight class it was hard for me to get Mm -hmm. um fights 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, after like four fights that I had amateur, mm-hmm. I went to uh, nationals. Mm. And uh, and again, in my weight class, there were no girls. Mm-hmm. So I at that time, I was fighting um, at 69. What, what, what was your... Okay, 69. 69 kilos, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, because uh, there was no girls in my weight class, I said, okay, I'm going to go one up, right? Mm-hmm. So I was actually fighting um, at 75 at that time for the nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like three of us. That's a significant uh, addition is. from 69 to 75. I, I, at, the, at the day of the fight, like I was waiting... I was weighing, um, what was it, like 70? Mm-hmm. And my opponent at the finals, she she was like 75. Wow, right? okay. So, and like me, like not non-experience. For our American view, so that's like 12-pound advantage, I think. 10. Well, like, yeah, if you multiply. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, around yeah, 10, 10. I think it's 10, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so it was like, but I, I beat her, um, which was amazing. Um, yeah. she had all this like previous experience like in kickboxing and all this other stuff mm-hmm. so that was kind of like a, a breakthrough for me that i i want to do this mm-hmm. like professionally so once you you got that victory something and you click like okay i got this I, yeah I, like I, think I, I, I enjoy this i yeah. want to experience this more yeah so um after that um again it was so hard for me to get more amateur fights mm-hmm. and back then it was just it was hard for us to even travel, like, let's say, to Serbia or to Germany to get fights because all of that required money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it was very hard for, like, my coach to to sponsor all that and pay for all that trips right. and everything, right? Um, what about the... I mean, if you're talking on the national level, was there any support from the government of Slovenia? No. <laughs> okay. No. no I, we didn't even have, like, a national team. Like, it was just, mm-hmm. like, I feel it's very unorganized in Slovenia. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're talking about that, like I did want to go to this Olympics now, 2020. Mm-hmm. So I always, I actually had a conversation with my, um, with my team back home, like national team, um, with the coaches and everybody. And they actually wanted to send me mm-hmm. to qualifiers, mm-hmm. right. For mm-hmm. the Olympics. But then because of the politics, I always hear that with the Olympics. It's just crazy. Like, because, no, but even like the politics in Slovenia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just just because I wasn't at the nationals that year, Mm -hmm. they were like, yeah, you can't, you can't participate in the qualifiers. See, technically, as far as I understand, all you need to do is to be a citizen of that country to to participate. Exactly. That's what I said. Yeah. But no. So I was very, very upset. And at that time, I was like, I don't want to do anything with Slovenia anymore, mm-hmm. right? That upset me a lot because, like, why didn't you just tell me I would just fly to the national, show up? Mm-hmm. Like, if I would have to beat somebody, I would beat them. Yeah, you're fighting right? for your country. <laughs> That's I what mean, I'm saying, right? It's, it's like a win-win scenario for everyone. Exactly. Like, so, but they didn't tell me at that time. They were saying, like, yeah, yeah, no worries. Like, you're already on it, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it ended up, like, me not, not right. going. I mean, yeah. it didn't end up because of the COVID anyways. Yeah. But it's just like that disappointment when you already have some hopes, some like future goals. Mm-hmm. And then because of the politics back home, because right. I wasn't attending the national like uh, championship or whatever back mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 crazy because I'm hearing the same story now. Like uh, Helmand Alikosai was here on my podcast. He's a, he's a boxer uh, here as well in Ontario and uh he's he has an afghan origin and he's a canadian and he wanted to fight for the for afghanistan team mm-hmm. and it was kind of like the same thing it was something political there was a crisis there as well so it's always like you can you want to and you feel like there's i mean it totally makes sense but there's always some sort of bs involved and you know it kind exactly of... and why can't you just a little bit like change the rules or whatever like mm-hmm. i'm a professional fighter and i want to represent slovenia and exactly. I know that I would be successful or whatever, mm-hmm. but you just can't like, yeah. yeah, it's just some coaches, I guess they didn't want me to, you know, mm-hmm. you know how it is. <laughs> how's, how's Slovenia right now? Like what's, uh, cause I know like I have a friend of mine moved there from Russia with his parents and what they do right now, they, they are, cause Slovenia is part of European Union. Yeah, right? yeah. So they do a real estate kind of thing where they sell properties to, uh, citizens of other countries to g- basically, I think, acquire property and get the uh, legal residence in Slovenia so that you can be like a part of the EU thing. 
So, like, it's getting more popular. There's, like, this kind of tourism where you try to, like, acquire properties, like a program. Every country has a yeah, program yeah. like that. But I looked at the pictures, and it's just, uh, it's very picturesque. It's very beautiful. And, oh, yeah, and, yeah. and the architecture is, is great. So, we know. have, like, everything. We have mountains. We have sea. Mm-hmm. We have this beautiful nature there. And it's just, I love my home. I do. I miss it. Um, but I kind of see myself here as well. So mm-hmm. it's kind of I'm kind of like torn in between the city, like right. a big city, right. and uh, back home where I grew up in a village, in a small village. We have a farm. Oh, so nice. yeah, so I I love I love being home. When I go home, I love being there. So that's so cool. And and you you told me before that you came to Canada four years ago. Yeah, four years ago. How yeah. come your English is so great? Are people in Slovenia speak English? Yeah. So we have to actually learn it. We start learning it when we're seven, I think. Cool. It's mandatory, okay. yeah. So awesome. besides Slovenian language, you have to learn English, which is great. Like I yeah, feel absolutely. it's a it's a great advent, uh, advantage than mm-hmm. when you travel or if you move and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. So let's go back to your career then. Okay. Uh, you, you were you were interested in Olympics that didn't work out, and uh, well, then what happened? So um, back home, then when I was still after those nationals, um, I kind of had this, I don't know, a year when. I didn't train because mm-hmm. I had to finish university. Mm-hmm. Um, so I finished school because my parents said, like, you have to finish school. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. It's, it's like a must, especially like in, I feel like in Europe and Central Asia for us in, or in Russia. Like, it's, it's, it's like university is a must. There's not even a discussion. Like in the United States or in Canada, like, should I go to school? Should yeah, I not yeah, go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of. Should I drop out? Like, yeah. <laughs> for me, it was like bizarre that people think, like, ah, you know, I dropped out of school. Like, what the fuck? Like, you dropped out? Like, yeah, like, yeah. But yeah. they have a different situation. Yeah. You know, we have like student loans and stuff. But still. That's true. Yeah. yeah. When like back home, you don't really have. You don't really have to pay for it's, university. Yeah, it's, it's doable. It's, like yeah. you, if you if you want to, you can accomplish it, then you're not going to be in this debt. Which I'm opposed. Like this whole student loan thing is just it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah. So I finished school, and then um, I actually went with a different trainer. Um. I don't know why. It's just I don't know. I was just kind of like yeah, like nobody can get me fights. So mm-hmm. I was trying something else. Mm-hmm. Um. And were, then, you, were you missing it? Like when you had that hiatus for a year. Where you're like kind of like oh, I just want to step yeah. into the ring and yeah yeah I I missed it yeah. yeah a lot um so then after it didn't work out either so I was like okay like and I always had that desire to go pro I kind of mm-hmm. like find found my style always to be more for professional boxing right were you, were you yeah I saw your fight you have that offensive kind of style about you which is pretty spectacular too yeah and uh but were you following any professional boxers at that time like the the, the industry the business the fights not not really like mm-hmm. not really that much uh yet so um but I knew that well everybody was watching Mayweather right right well <laughs> yeah what do you think about him I mean that's a, that's an interesting case you know what do I think about him because it's like it's it's a love hate relationship kind of no he's, he's amazing what he did is just like it's just it's awesome it's just he came from nothing mm-hmm. and like no matter how much people hate hate his like defense and like moving and all this stuff like mm-hmm. it's just you do it let yeah. me see you do yeah, it you try you, you try you try not to get hit at all it's 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 a freaking matrix you know it's, like how, how he avoids punches and all that but yeah. it's, it's funny he you know, he he moved from this pretty boy fluid where he was actually more offensive. You know, he was trying to pick, not not people out, and he was successful at that. But at some point, yeah. something about him switched, and yeah. that's when the money Mayweather, yeah. you know, <laughs> was born. And all of a sudden, he's invincible. Yeah. You cannot touch him. Yeah, no, um, no, no. I I have so much respect, and like whatever he's doing now with all this money is just yeah. I, of course, everybody wants to do that, right? All yeah. the boxers see that fame, see that money, see mm-hmm. like, and they wanna. They want to earn millions, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. But like, let's say in women's boxing, like I really, really hope when I'll be on that like peak, like top, mm-hmm. that we'll start like earning millions. I hope. I think it's getting there, and and people are trying to do that. I, you know, with Cecilia Brake, who's uh, on yeah. HBO, how she sort of was that final fight for HBO boxing, and just recently, you know, there people are investing production money into into the shows where women are headlining. So yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of debate. Uh, about you know maybe switching from two minute rounds to three minute rounds. Yeah. What do you think about that, by the way? Um, I would love to have three minute rounds. Why? Two minutes is just too quick, and then I feel like there would be more knockouts. Mm-hmm. It's just um, so two minutes, it goes by so quick, and I I just feel like that my opponent, let's say, won't get as much tired. Mm-hmm. Like that extra minute, 
Yeah. It's just like when you start making mistakes. So that's when the the knockouts start happening. That's happening, what I right? think too. Yeah. That's what, but some people say like, well, you know, after two minutes you just get tired and we're just not going to get anything. But like, well, I think no, is, no. I agree with you. Is where like, okay, so that's where you're making mistakes. That's where you can actually get that opportunity. Yeah. To to perform and and make something like get that beautiful KO on your record. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what we're aiming for. Absolutely. Knockouts. Knockouts. Knockouts all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so going back to, by the way, I had this tweet today about Mayweather. I just tweeted it out. I was like, yeah. "How do you? What, what do you guys think about fifty and O record? Like, how is that important for Mayweather uh, to have that fifty and O record? Especially uh, that zero, or yeah, yeah, that zero. How to keep mm -hmm. that zero? Like, do you think he just wants to keep it, or he's just kind of like waiting for the right moment? When I say that, it's just like, even if he fights, will he fight like a smart fight where he's gonna pick McGregor, where yeah, mean, it's yeah. obviously he's gonna school him, or he's gonna go with uh, money, like money, money, and like pick for example." considering that if, if Canelo can, uh, which I think I still believe he can go down and wait, because I've seen him personally. I feel like Who, he's, Canelo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I can see him trying to... I mean, he's definitely going to be drained, but if the money's there and Floyd will be the underdog in the fight, for example, versus Canelo, mm -hmm. let's say, do you think he can go for it? Assuming like, hey, this is a risk that you're going to lose your zero, but you're going to get so much money out of it. Do you think he's going to go for it? Or, or he's going to go with like, you know what? Like, I'm going to secure my legacy and, you know, I'm just going to not fight anyone. I'm just going to keep that score perfect. I feel like he achieved a lot and he doesn't need to to ruin that zero, okay? <laughs> Even with Cecilia, that, that one now, yeah, yeah. Ugh, it hurts. That was a weird scoring. I, it was I, very weird. I scored it for Cecilia. She was a she was a champion. I mean, at least I don't know. She, she, she's a champion. She she's a title holder. Holder. If you, if you didn't have it as a as as for for Cecilia, I feel like she deserved a draw. You know. Yeah, at least to, that to, to keep her yeah. titles. But yeah. it, it was a weird thing. But I don't know. I'm I'm I'm. Well, a, a lot of people say that the boxing gods protected that uh, record of um what was it i don't know how many defenses yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I forgot the name of the guy yeah but, me too <laughs> but uh yes they were like tr saying about the fact that Cecilia will you know break the record of title defenses and all that yeah yeah yeah. uh but it is it is what it is and there's gonna be a rematch uh between them so we'll see how that's gonna work i i personally want to see cecilia fight uh if we're talking commercially like money speaking i want her to fight uh cyber chris cyber because that was like uh from mma oh yeah yeah they they were talking right yeah, like yeah, i yeah. think that the it was supposed to kind of like it was they were kind of like going back and forth a little bit like uh, yeah because and what i like about that is she cyber will bring in the mma fans and so that's actually going to yeah, turn yeah, into yeah, yeah. A, a very nice uh, lucrative business opportunity for them to fight and of course i strongly believe that cecilia will win that fight because MMA fighters cannot box. I'm sorry, but no. I feel like it's 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 not the same. It's just the way Cecilia fights. It's just I I love it because it's very it's very technical. It's not rushed. It's not uh, wrestling. Mm -hmm. You know, and then yeah, I always admire Cecilia. So, Absolutely, and yeah. and she has a great personality. As yeah, well. yeah, she's 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 a lady actually. Like she's she's very. Very polite, very nice. Um, yeah, role model. I mean, yeah. on, on all fronts. Yeah. Well, let's, let's go back to your story. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, what, that's fine. We're just going to um, go on the tangents. But yeah. So, okay. So then after. You were started thinking about professional boxing. Yes. So then I said, okay, I feel like uh, here in Slovenia, I always wanted to go to the States. Mm -hmm. Always. Because boxing in the States is, is big. Right. It's, um, it's something I think that every fighter wants mm -hmm. like everybody every Friday wants to go to the states right right um and when i was looking at the visas and stuff like that i could only go for three months mm -hmm. and i couldn't work like on a tourist visa mm -hmm. at least that's what i thought at that time mm -hmm. um so then i was looking at other options and i was like okay what's close to the states so it's canada i applied for uh for a visa here where you can get this holiday working holiday visa mm -hmm. for a year um and i got it like in two weeks so that i think that was a sign mm -hmm. that i just i need to move so and then um then yeah then so you moved to canada how, how did that come about though like in terms of uh did you just move blindly or you planned it out like what i kind of yeah i kind of planned it what, out what was exactly what was exactly a plan like okay i'm gonna go to canada and because you wanted to keep boxing you want to yeah. keep fighting you want to but you also like would actually move here like you'd be leaving here yeah so how did that kind of come together 
Um, so I actually, what I did was I googled a couple gyms. So first I was deciding, okay, which city I want to go here in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. I want to go to Toronto or Montreal mm-hmm. or Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, Toronto, Toronto. And I'm like, okay, cool. Funny. So, why, why, why do you think they said that? I don't know. <laughs> Even though boxing is more like it's bigger in Montreal, right? right? But I was like, no, no, just go to Toronto. And I'm like, okay. Um, and then I googled uh, boxing gyms in Toronto, uh-huh. like best boxing gyms in Toronto. Uh, there was a couple options. And then I emailed a couple gyms, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, hi, I'm, Ta- Ta- like, I'm Tanya. I'm mm-hmm. planning to move to Canada. Um, I'm looking for a boxing gym. Mm-hmm. So um, the only gym that at that time replied. So, 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 so hold yeah. on. What exactly did you write? You're looking for a boxing gym and then you gave your reasoning like to do something like, like I want to train and I want to turn yeah, pro. So, yeah, like- exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that was that. Like I, I said, okay, so when I'm going to move here, I would like to have like at least like let's say one or two amateur fights and then third pro. Right. Uh-huh. So that was the reason um, for, for move. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then the only gym that actually replied to my email at that time was uh, Atlas Boxing Gym, mm-hmm. right? So I st- when I moved here, I started training with um, with Adrian mm-hmm. well, from Atlas Gym. Mm-hmm. I know that they recently moved. Uh, yeah, like I think they had to close that location. Yeah, yeah, down. but I hear that they're gonna reopen somewhere else. Oh, okay, like, yeah, were, yeah so, not sure. Yeah, duty um, but yeah, but then. Uh, he was like my dad here. Like we really connected, mm-hmm. and um, he had the the whole family helped me really with the whole um, getting used to a new city and like getting around. And the family from like from the boxing gym, like yeah, everyone from yeah, there. yeah, yeah. So um, so they they showed showed you that Canadian hospitality, basically. Yes, they did. Awesome. They were very they were very nice. But that's like a huge move, though. I mean, I can relate to that as it's well. It's a huge did decision. You, did you go yeah. by yourself? Like yeah. So like come like pursuing a dream and going from like to, from one continent to another you know pretty much with uh you know with no like extended contracts you're kind of like trying to like your yeah. best to do that like i can completely relate to that and it but it's it takes a lot of guts to do that it does yeah but i was so determined that i just i just want to get my career going and i kind of like had this feeling in my my head and, and the thought in my head that like i'm gonna succeed and let's say overseas canada or the states um so it wasn't that it wasn't that bad mm-hmm. it was at the beginning like mm-hmm. first couple of months it was very hard what I was missed, the hardest part about it i just missed the home my home mm-hmm. and just my parents and um just the whole city it's so big yeah you know and everybody's scaring you um saying like yeah you have to be careful like mm-hmm. there's a lot of robberies like just mm-hmm. um but i i I'm more comfortable here than I am home. It's so weird. Like, I, I just trust people. I don't mm-hmm. know why I'm that kind of person. You got to be careful. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, but then, uh, so I started at Atlas. I was with them for half of a year. Mm-hmm. And then um, Adrian passed because mm-hmm. I didn't know, like, he was sick, right? That he had cancer. Mm-hmm. And that crushed me, like... I didn't know him for a long time, but it mm-hmm. was just that connection that we had. Um, so then I started looking for a new gym. So I was asking around a little bit for like a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I found uh, Grants, so rival Grants MMA. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started training with Ryan Grant. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the best decision in my life. I just loved it. Like we just connected right away as a coach and an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, so we took it from there. Um, I what's, thi- what do you think is the? Con- I'm sorry to interrupt. But I'm, I'm just curious. Like, what's the connection that sparks? Like, what do you think is the main thing between a trainer and a boxer and, and, and athletes? Like, between, in the relationship. Um, I think he really like. I think he sees the passion and the desire and the hard work and mm-hmm. yeah. I just feel he gets it. Like, I just mm-hmm. feel he understands. Um my passion and desire and how bad i want it mm-hmm. and then like he just understands as well what my advantages are mm-hmm. and uh, how to work with me and it's very hard to work with a female okay it's... what do you what do you mean like i'm curious <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, because we're more emotional, we take everything more like personally and more, you know, like when guys sometimes they just say, yeah, whatever, you mm-hmm. know, and they, they don't take it as personal. You when... So you'd say like some criticism can be taken a little bit close to heart. And... Yes. Yeah, yeah. Or let's say we have like certain days when like mm-hmm. I feel guys don't show that much of emotions or mm-hmm. um, just how they their day, day, their mm-hmm. day is going. Mm-hmm. They're just like show up and they work when like we show up and we're like oh my god like my day like you know you have to you have to complain a little bit yeah. <laughs> get yourself in the mood exactly yeah. like i'm i'm always ready to work like i i work hard mm-hmm. but i have that side yeah. that is oh my god i'm tired <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you take some convincing yeah. <laughs> for sure for sure no no but it's i i feel like he he, he gets me and it's just i don't know it's mm-hmm. that connection you just feel it and you just know mm-hmm. it's it's simple as that so awesome and so you started training with him mm-hmm. um, so we did like the first professional i did first professional fight with him mm-hmm. um what was that like that was amazing fight. it was just yeah my first professional fight was in hungary actually uh-huh. um so wow we, i would assume it'd be in canada somewhere yeah i know <laughs> but we got this opportunity in hungary i was home at that time okay right i went home for a couple months and then that opportunity came and then we took it and then i actually i drove to hungary because we border hungary mm-hmm. so it was a couple hour drive and oh, then, so it was convenient it didn't take you like traveling from canada like, yeah but my coaches plane. did right so right right yeah okay. But, uh, yeah, but it was an amazing experience. I, mm-hmm. even though the arena and the fights and all the organization were like not <laughs> so much on, uh, there were their own like details. Yeah. It was just, let's say <laughs> medicals. There weren't even like, you know, okay. <laughs> any medicals. <laughs> <laughs> Basically the funny story is you don't even have to take the pregnancy test. They just ask, are you pregnant? And you're like, no. <laughs> oh, I forgot about females, that. Females you have to take to, pregnancy yeah, tests. Yeah. Wow. I, I completely, like, I heard about that, but I, I, I forgot to, like... Yeah, that, that so there was, exist. like, yeah, you're pregnant? No, okay. okay. Then you're when you go to fight, right? <laughs> it was just so funny. It was just, I was just like, okay. And then even, <laughs> even all the other checkups, right? They're uh-huh. just like, oh, yeah, you're standing, you're alive, you're good. You have a pulse? Yeah, okay, you're good to fight, <laughs> right? <a> <laughs> So, it was so funny uh-huh. um but like the whole experience was just amazing it was my first professional fight um uh-huh. it ended up in uh in a first round mm-hmm. um so yeah it was like but i feel like that my opponent wasn't as experienced mm-hmm. so like even i wasn't experienced but like she mm-hmm. she wasn't as good so mm-hmm. that's why like it ended up very quickly well you you know it, you take the credit, okay? Yeah, okay, you, you okay. You beat her, and that's pretty much it. That's all the history knows. And that's you know, true. two two persons, two people go into the ring, and one leaves, and that's that's yeah. the end of it. And you were the victor. Yeah, that's true. Um, so then after that, I kind of so I stayed home. Everybody mm-hmm. else went back to Canada, mm-hmm. um, and I kind of had like a hard time going back. So coming here because of the visa, like I wasn't sure if I'm gonna get mm-hmm. a visa. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure, like if i'll be able to work here and all this other stuff right because mm-hmm. i have to pay the rent and all this other stuff mm-hmm. by myself mm-hmm. um so i stayed home for quite a while i think it was like eight months mm-hmm. right even mm-hmm. though i didn't want to i mean i did and i didn't because i wanted to continue my career with the fights and everything i just started and now like i'm not fighting mm-hmm. right what was your like during those eight months you kept in shape and yeah, you, yeah, yeah i was training I was training hard, like mm-hmm. uh, so. The the coach from the where I started training from the first gym, mm. he helped me out a lot. So nice. Yeah, he was still like training with me and keeping me in shape and all mm-hmm. this. Yeah. So. And then during your pro fight, the first pro debut, were your parents there as well? No, 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 no. <laughs> my parents. Uh-huh. My parents went to my only fight that was uh, the nationals uh-huh. at that time, uh-huh. and they were both shocked i'm shocked <laughs> my mom said i'm never coming to any fight anymore like yeah. i can't see you getting punched see but that's, I, it yeah. wasn't me bleeding though right right my opponent was bleeding <laughs> i wasn't bleeding at all yeah. right but i kind of understand yeah yeah that's what i'm always wondering like to see someone you love in the ring you know with the fight you know with all the risks i, I felt like you're going through a roller coaster of, of emotions yeah. when that happens and yeah. yeah but i do believe they will 
when the time is right and yeah, when yeah. there's gonna be a title on the line <laughs> they're like you better be there like daniel <laughs> we're only gonna see a fight but only if the fight is for the title <laughs> we gotta see the contract the stipulations the sanctioning fees and all of that like we yeah. need to know that it's a title fight <laughs> <laughs> there has to be a title on the line to to see you getting hurt so <laughs> yeah Ah, uh, okay. So how did you get back to Canada then? Um, yeah. So then I, I just decided like I'm gonna risk it again. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna come on a tour, tourist visa, mm-hmm. and I'll go like I'll go day by day and see mm-hmm. how it is. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I came back, and then after I came back, I got opportunity to do my pro debut here in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was very excited for. It. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. I um I was on uh, Lee Baxter's show. Uh huh. Um. I was just amazed. Like I can't, I can't describe because all the friends that I made here in Canada, right? Like, they came. You had and your local fan base. Yeah, you were everything, nice. and, and plus the the crowd is bigger too. Yeah, like, for it's sure. Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even the atmosphere and everything. Feeling. Yeah. So and it's it's amazing how you can't hear your friends screaming when you're in the ring. Mm-hmm. I still wonder how that's possible. How you just zone out. Right. You just basically. When, Yeah, you basically just hear your coach and you focus on the opponent, and then because mm-hmm. everybody's like, "Oh, we were so screaming so loud! Like, did you hear us?" And I'm like, "Nope." It's just that <laughs> adrenaline rush, you know, yeah, just yeah, going yeah. into it. But yeah, so and then after that fight, I got another fight like in a month, mm-hmm. right? Oh wow, that's pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was good. Like I was good. Like I was like, "I'll fight. Yeah, yeah. I don't care." Right? Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So after a month, I fought fought again. Um. And then after that, it was just, I don't know, it was just, it was so weird. It's, again, it was hard for me to get a fight. Mm-hmm. There was some financial uh, struggles with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I had to go home again because I was on the tourist visa, right? So mm-hmm. that's only for six months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to go home. I went home for two months. Mm-hmm. And then the 2019 started where I started being like in all, I mean, I ended up being in all training camps. With different fighters, female right, fighters. right. You yeah. went, yeah, for sparrings and all. The people were like, I think the word about you kind of went around, and people yeah. started requesting you. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. And that's all amazing. That. I was like, oh my god, that's awesome, right? Yeah. So I went to when I came back. I went to Colombia for three weeks to mm-hmm. spar with Ivana Habazin. Um, she was getting ready for a fight with uh, Clarissa Shields. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was like four females. So it was me, Ivana. It was Chris Nunes and Raquel Miller. Mm-hmm. So that was an amazing experience as well as well for me, um, just to spar with top female fighters, right? Um, and I learned a lot. And just the whole experience of seeing Colombia as well. I never been there. So right. just seeing the world as well while you're doing something that you love yeah. is amazing. Yeah, right? definitely. That's the best. Yeah. That's um, so cool. Yeah. And then I know that you were supposed to fight uh, this past April. Yes. And I was actually, because I remember I was talking to Yvette Raposo. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was here on the podcast and she was talking about this fight card as well. It was an all-women fight card. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Like, it was, I was supposed like, to be first all-women. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very pumped for that. I was like, I'm going to go. Oh, and... You were pumped? Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was pumped. And, and I, I already, we, we kind of like got connected on Instagram before that. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, okay, cool. And then I realized that you're fighting. So I was like, that's perfect. I'm going to check check out the fights and, you know, yeah. meet you and all of that. So I was like really looking forward to it. But then yeah. I was supposed to be main event. Fight, uh, I was supposed to fight Natasha Spence. I was looking forward to that fight so much mm-hmm. because, like, I was ready. I all I did in 2019 mm-hmm. was like train mm-hmm. and hard. Mm-hmm. I even went to San Diego twice uh, for sparring with uh, Danielle Wolf. Mm-hmm. I was uh, then in January 2020. I was sparring with uh, Marie Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, That's an amazing experience as well because she's a champion, right? Um, so you can basically experience that sparring with the with a true professional. Yeah, with, like with the, the with, with the, the fighter that has actually a belt, yeah. right? And you can see, you can then kind of see where you at if mm-hmm. you do belong to the top or not, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But like just sparring her, kind of like proves that i do yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> um so yeah so after that sparring with her i was super pumped for that fight it would i know that it would open a, a lot of doors for me mm-hmm. um and i think there was even like a small canadian title on the line for that one as well mm-hmm. um so then after when this covid started like i was crushed no because it would be a year after i fought the last 
mm-hmm. right? So I the last time I fought was April 2019. Mm-hmm. So I would fight now like April 2020, right. but then it got canceled. So right. So so even like if the fight happened, you already at that time was like waiting for a year for your next fight, and and now no, I found out for that uh, fight in uh, January. Okay. Because they they were kind of like wanted to make it eight round fight. Uh-huh. So that it could be like for a title, mm-hmm. but because I only had three fights, we kind of had problem getting the eight rounds because mm-hmm. I only had four rounds so far, mm-hmm. right? So, but then they ended up because I was sparring with Marie, mm-hmm. three minute rounds and eight rounds easy, right? So mm-hmm. we were doing eight rounds, eight three minute rounds. Mm-hmm. So we kind of like based on that. Does, does that matter? To... You you can actually present your case like based on this. Yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I for I never heard of that, but yeah. I guess it's possible. So everything's possible in boxing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, this fight didn't happen, and no. none of the fights happened in Canada after that. What do you think? Like, are you how closely are you monitoring the situation um, with Canada? Because Canada is much stricter than the United States right now in terms of combat um, sports. They're doing all the hockey sports and all of that, you know, yeah. the, the, the basketball, the NBA, but for some reason, boxing, where it's only two people. Yeah, and they're even doing, like, soccer and everything, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I just heard yesterday that in Montreal, which... Uh, there was some tweet, like, by Camille, uh, some good news, but I never read it. I don't know. They, yeah, they never I don't posted. know. What's the good news? I'm not sure. I don't know. I guess they're going to do um, the same thing as as in the States. So, like just... Some uh, bubble, bubble kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping that they're gonna come up with something in Canada because it is kind of ridiculous. We got NHL, NBA, MLS. Everyone's doing something, and it, there's freaking like thirty to fifty people like on the field are acting, and yeah, you know. But in the boxing ring, when there's like I don't know nine people in in the ring, including the corners, like for some reason that's a problem for everyone. So I'm hoping that it's gonna change soon. Kind of like I'm kind of hoping to fight in the states. Like mm-hmm. I don't think in Canada this year. Have fights will happen mm-hmm. so i would really 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 like to have a fight before the year ends mm-hmm. even though i'm not sparring yet i'm just staying in shape mm-hmm. training i see you train every day like you yeah, post yeah, it so you're I'm, very active on social media and it's pretty I'm cool trying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying yeah yeah I, I really enjoy you know when athletes actually like taking care of their social media mm-hmm. and, and make sure like they post stuff and keep engaged and all that so that's pretty cool it's, it's very cool to follow you yeah whenever i post something i I just don't post random stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And even when I do post posts, is uh, they have kind of like a meaning, and I mm-hmm. I want them, to, I want that my page looks pleasant to the eye mm-hmm. and has a meaning, and that people can see different parts of me. So let's say boxing part and normal life part and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm trying. Do you think fighting before the end of the year is most? It's it's like not only. To make sure you're in the fighting shape, but also like psychologically, you want to make yeah. sure that you're there. Yeah, because right now it's what am I doing? You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's very hard. It's and then if I'm gonna fight next year, it's already gonna be two years since I fought the last time, mm-hmm. and that's kind of, that's very that's very difficult because each time then when you go into the ring, you feel like it's the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get that. So that's why that the fight that I had one month after mm-hmm. it felt so good because I. I right. had that feeling back. It's that activity. How, yeah, 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 like how it feels to be in the ring, right? So now again, mm-hmm. it's going to be adrenaline. It's going to be like, oh, you know? Exactly. Yeah, so I would really love to fight by the end of the year, but I don't know if that's possible, but I'm hoping. I see, like, um, in Britain, they're doing a lot of fights as well. Do you consider yeah. that as a possibility? Are you, pre- I'm, are you I'm pretty going much anywhere. Open? Okay. <laughs> Even if I'm it's, like, somewhere, like, for example, Tijuana matter. or something. Like, doesn't let's go. doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, as long as I can fight, like, I don't care. And even right now that I'm training, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna, I, can, I can take any fight. Who are the current fighters that you really look up to? Oh, I was looking up to Cecilia for sure. I mean, I still do. Mm-hmm. Um... I actually like I wanted to fight her, right? When the time is right, like and sh- if she would still be active, I I would fight her for sure. Mm-hmm. And um male boxers that I look up to right now, um I really enjoy watching Andrew Ward. It's just he's so technical and I I just love it. It's mm-hmm. just it's just enjoy like I enjoy watching him. 
but it's from my aspect because like i feel my jab is very very good mm-hmm. i love watching triple g as well so yeah he's a he's a master of that jab i know so i <laughs> so even before like sometimes they they were like oh my god your style and your jab is just like triple g yeah yeah. It's like i'll kill you with that jab <laughs> so that's my that, that's what i want to do i want to make you quit yeah. with my jab i remember i mentioned that i watched your fight uh on youtube someone had like a video of you fighting on youtube so that was uh i don't know if you should know about it or not but uh, yeah it's there and i was like watching you like wow like that's i don't know it, it's something special about it you know but that that was like after almost a year of not fighting so i wasn't as relaxed as i wanted to be mm-hmm. and it's just you know like i don't know i feel i made so much progress since since that fight mm-hmm. that i do belong in the top and absolutely i'm, I'm very technical fighter mm-hmm. i i'm all about technique even, mm-hmm. like even when i'm training different people mm-hmm. clients let's say i'm all about technique i i, I can't yeah <laughs> yeah it's so, all about that sweet science yes so um but yeah, I'm, I, I'm really, what I'm focusing lately on is uh, my jab mm-hmm. and knockout power. Because mm-hmm. that's what's going to, that's what's good. So knockout sells. Right? Of course. Like, yeah. So if you can, uh, if I can bring that to, to the fans and they see that, okay, yeah, she's knocking out people. Yeah. That's how I'm going to get more attention. Absolutely. And then, I mean, that's, it's, it sounds brutal, but. You know, if you if you know how to knock out, if you have those knockout streak or whatever, it's yeah. it's, it's always it always plays to your advantage. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. for a good reason, definitely uh, shows your power. Uh, yeah. Have you have you been watching recent fights like any of those? I remember like we were supposed to watch the Pavetkin fight last weekend, which is crazy. Oh, have yeah, you seen true. that one? No, I haven't watched it. Then wow, that was something else. Um, I just saw that uh, uppercut. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, you know, when you think like the guy is already on, and at the at the peak of his at the end of his career, and uh, a lot of people were kind of writing him off, but you know, not yet, guys. Not yet, there not you yet. go. And it was it was amazing. That's what boxing is all about. Is about those stories. And, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, someone texted me that Irishlandi Lara is fighting today, so I'm gonna I'm gonna check it mm-hmm. out. Uh, but yeah, so. What else is happening in your life? What do you What do you usually? How do you like Toronto? What do you do in Toronto? Like besides just training, well, <laughs> I only see you like on Instagram. Well, sometimes you you hanging out with friends. Like I'm like stalking you on Instagram. <laughs> no, but like, uh, what else do you do besides boxing? Like, what, actually, what are your interests? No. <laughs> just just boxing. <laughs> it's very hard for me. So when I'm not training, I'm basically resting, uh-huh. and it's very hard for me to get around. So I usually have to take like let's say subway or a bus to go somewhere right so whenever i'm like training hard i'm tired and then i don't feel like sitting on a bus for like an hour or mm-hmm. whatever so i usually don't go anywhere mm-hmm. um so after four years there's like a lot of toronto that i haven't seen uh-huh. right so <laughs> sometimes when i drive i don't know it's in street or something i'm like oh my god like, <laughs> i haven't seen that before or like even some I don't know, restaurants or whatever, right? Because uh-huh. I don't go eat outside very often. It's right. very expensive, right? right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, try- I'm trying to be more... What do you think about the local winters? Because that's the thing that kind of killed me here. It's just like... I local what? Sorry? Winter. Winter time. Oh, winter? It's so cold here because I spent so much time in California and I was like, oh, okay, ah, yeah. it's all sunny, <laughs> you know, and chill and nice and palm trees. And then I, I moved to Canada. I was like, fuck, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I don't I don't mind it. What I do mind is waiting on a bus when it's windy and minus 40. That's, <laughs> that sucks. Okay, that sucks. But otherwise, like, I... I don't mind winters. Is that the same as Slovenia in terms of temperature, or is it? No, it's it's not that bad. It's it's okay. in Slovenia. It's around like minus twenty. Got it. Yeah, but it's it's not as bad as here. You know, they told me that winter, like this past winter, was not as bad. Like it actually gets worse. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't know. <laughs> I've been here know. four years, and it was never as bad or if i would like if it was i wasn't here so i'm kind of lucky it's probably me i'm just lightweight like i I, (laughs) I don't handle this cold thing like i'm i can't yeah i enjoyed california so much like i i see myself being there it's just like it's non-stop sunny it's just i was in san diego awesome it's my favorite city oh my god so nice i was like i'll move there yeah no there were the beaches in san diego yeah everything and and just i remember partying in downtown back in the day uh there was like this it was like a nightclub there called Lux, I think, or something. I went there twice and it was just like, that was before Vegas. Like, that was the biggest nightclub mm-hmm. I ever went to. It was just like, I don't know, it was amazing. You know, yeah, I was, yeah. I was, I was, uh, 
I think I was 20 years old at that time. Or 21. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, you know, I was I was going to go to California in uh, in March uh, for Hollywood Fight Nights. Uh, but that got canceled as well because of mm-hmm. COVID. But um, I just recently realized that apparently, technically, I can come to America. Like, there's you no. Can't? I can. Like, oh. I can fly there. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I thought there was a restriction there. No. So there is. You can actually fly there, and then you just need to quarantine, right? Oh, that, I don't know about that. Like, what's what's the rules there? I don't, know. I don't think anybody quarantines in America because yeah, no one's really like following it. No one's really like yeah, you know, checking on you. Hey, like, here's a tracker. You don't go anywhere. Because I, I was supposed to go again to San Diego to spar with Danielle. Because mm-hmm. she's getting ready for uh, her UFC pro mm-hmm. debut, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's doing the contender. And um, I was supposed to be there for the whole month of August. But then uh, when we bought the, the flight tickets, they got canceled. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't want to risk it, right? And again, if I would go to the States, and then I'm not sure if they're going to let me back into the Canada... Right. yeah so i i don't want to risk it especially with i'm on a work permit so it sucks like i've been in your situation so many times uh, when i was in the united states you know i i was on the student visa then i got a temporary work permit and it was just like at the airport they always ask you these weird questions yeah, and you're all like freaking <laughs> out like am i doing everything correctly or not and all that stuff it's just like ah. and you're so nervous because like i don't want to get sent back yeah you know it just and, doesn't i don't know and yeah. i kind of like created like kind of like a life here already mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah so it's, it's very like if they would send me back now i would be like oh okay <laughs> no not ready yet <laughs> yeah yeah well that would happen to, that's happened to me in the united states but you know there's always Canada, so i i'm glad but you know yeah. hopefully hopefully you'll figure this out and I'm, I'm sure you will because uh at some point you know you you when once you're getting into the groove of like having professional fights and getting represented and all of that um there's like different visa situations that you can do for uh, for athletic purposes as well so right now i'm working on getting a manager Mm -hmm. um so that like he can help me with all of this stuff and if Mm -hmm. i have to make a move then i'll i'll make a move right Mm -hmm. um right now it's all about me getting fights right and getting to where i want to be which is becoming a world champion um and that thought is like the only thought that actually and the belief mm-hmm. that actually kept me going. Like I wanted to quit so many times, but just because of that strong belief that I am going to be a world champion, I keep on keep on pushing and keep on trying and believing. So absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I posted today on Instagram that, you know, I, I, I'm on this diet for whatever reason i'm just like during covid i'm trying to eat healthy yeah. and all of that so i was eating all this freaking spinach and chicken that <laughs> i can't see anything i can't anymore so I, I finally reached my goal uh but now i i kind of got curious about like what other people eat usually do you do you have any any particular diets that you follow or some sort of like special nutrition or anything like that do you follow that at all or you're just um so i actually stopped eating meat um that's interesting yeah like in november i think uh-huh. I mean, I still I still eat eggs and um, I have cheese sometimes mm-hmm. and fish, which is considered meat, but whatever. It's like pescatarian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't eat chicken and beef and all this other stuff. And uh-huh. I feel so much better. And I even lost like 10 pounds. So before uh-huh. I was always walking around 165. Mm-hmm. Now I'm walking around 155. So oh. that's what made me decide as well that I'm going to fight at 147, mm-hmm. right? So because before I was fighting at 152, 154. Now I said, okay, I'm going to go down to 147. Plus that weight class has more opportunities yes. there as well with their position and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I know that I'll have height advantage, reach. And right, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, but otherwise, Did I that change know. at all? Like your power? You know, like, I don't know. Some people say, like, you have to eat, like, Joe Rogan, like, I eat elk meat, it makes me feel wild and all of that. <laughs> like, what do you feel, like, since you stopped eating beef, like, did that change anything in, in how you feel in terms of, like, did that make anything harder for you, like, to... to no, I, I, don't, I don't see the difference. I just see the difference that I feel so much better, and after I eat, I don't feel tired. Mm-hmm. Um, I do perform better. I, I, I notice I eat a lot more vegetables, mm-hmm. um, which is healthy. Of yeah, course. Eat vegetables. Yeah. Um, so, 
but yeah, like I, I don't know. I for me, it didn't, it didn't change a lot. I just feel better. Yeah. You know. I, yeah. For me, like I, uh, I'm eating just chicken, and I noticed that, like, I didn't even try it, but like I dropped beef, like red meat, mm-hmm. like 95%. I only eat it maybe on the weekends, only yeah, yeah. if if I eat it. And what changed also, like, I not just lost weight, but people say like, I look young. Oh, okay. Like, like, yeah, so I was like, huh, that's interesting. So I feel like it also kind of contributes to, like, the freshness of, mm-hmm. of the skin or something like that. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting, uh, you know, how, like, it works for different people. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm definitely, like, into, like, this nutrition thing. I want to see what else what else are people eating and all of that. Well, I'm trying to... So I, I wanted to start work uh, working with this one nutritionist um nutritionist guy Mm -hmm. um but then with this covid when this covid started like i didn't really want to start because yeah what's the point point? exactly you're gonna put yourself through the whole thing exactly you don't even know where the fight is exactly so um so i kind of like put that on hold yeah but i will work with uh with the nutritionist guy because i do want to get my performance to top level Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so and then what you're eating, the nutrition is mm-hmm. is the the most important part. I feel. I mean, you know, I just I just read this. Well, I'm not. I did, I'm listening to this book right now. I forgot the author's name. It's called Breath or Breathe or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's all about like breathing, breathing techniques, and oh and yeah, stuff that's like that. that's important too. What do you think about that? I never tried it, uh-huh. but I I hear it's very important, especially with with the fighters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I will try it. Yeah, because I I know I'll send, you, I'll send you this book just yeah. to. Um, like to listen to uh i'm still listening it's like a freaking eight hour book but it's very interesting it's fascinating mm-hmm. uh it's like joe rogan was on like the author was on, on his podcast so he was talking about that but it's just like he was talking about athletes especially like olympic u.s olympics runners mm-hmm. and how their stamina increases and how they're like not getting tired so that's there's so many stuff that you can do to improve mm-hmm. your performance that's like if you want to do everything it's just it's you ran out of time yeah because yeah. sometimes like when i'm training i want to do this and this and this and this and it's just like you get tired mm-hmm. you know like i know stretching is important but sometimes i'm just like oh i can't do it <laughs> like i'm too tired i just want to sit down and relax right. no but i know that stretching let's say would help me recover mm-hmm. right i still don't do it so i gotta start stretching because i need somebody that's gonna be there with the stick and say like me too <laughs> I did someone with a stick, seriously, like, like for me, it was like, I want to have a six-pack abs, like, I don't know, but then, like, okay, then I'm going to start working out on that, and then I'm like, you know what, how about 10 more crunches, and I'm out of here. Exactly, like, <laughs> but you would do it if somebody would be standing there exactly. and say, like, no, you have to finish it, right? It's very hard sometimes to motivate yourself, it's very hard, like, I know a lot of times when I'm doing it myself, or I have somebody that's standing beside me mm-hmm. and requires me to do it, right? Because otherwise, sometimes I'm just like, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. I, was, I was doing a jump rope, uh, just jumping, and, and I decided to, like, you know, do Instagram live for whatever reason, because I'm such a narcissist. Okay. And and so, all of a sudden, like, because I was on live, and I'm realizing, like, no one's watching my live, but still, like, someone can, like, actually stop in, like, get in and watch it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm actually jumping better so that I don't mess up, you know, exactly, so, on camera. Right? So, like, just You're because I'm live, exactly. yeah, like, I'm like, oh, my God, look at me, like, I'm actually so good at it now, like, what the hell? <laughs> so, it's definitely, like, yeah. just the fact that someone is there, like, observing you, it basically no, helps, no, yeah. No, no, yeah, I, I started working with uh, two of my uh, strength and conditioning coaches, uh-huh. and let's say, when I have to do it by myself it's never the same like <laughs> never i yep. never push myself yep like i i'm trying to but i i notice that when i'm working with them like i give extra you know that extra 10 percent. absolutely right? and, and so like i i am that kind of person that's gonna do something by like i'll do it by myself mm-hmm. i i am determined i am motivated mm-hmm. but i perform that much better if somebody's like standing here and say like come on yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's that's I don't know. Like, I, I, that's my goal. I, I want to like pay someone to be my trainer at least like once a week just to experience how it actually works. Yeah, yeah. And that would be so great. Yeah. But yeah, Tanya, we've been uh, speaking for almost an hour. I feel I like know. it's been a, an hour already. <laughs> so I, it's 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 been such a pleasure talking no, to you. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You have such a great personality, and uh, you. you're such a talented athlete as well. And I wish you 
good luck and and all the best in your endeavors. I'm going to be following your career. Thank you. And uh, please tell uh, our viewers and listeners how can they find you on social media or any other platforms. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook under uh, Tanya Osinik. Um, should I spell it? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll put it on the notes. Okay, put it put it on the yeah on uh, the little video. show notes yes. and uh, I'll so, definitely send all the links there so as well. So they can watch me there and follow me there, follow my journey. It will definitely happen. The no doubt, I have no doubt that it's gonna. I I I definitely believe that you know there's so much more in your career and it's yeah. just amazing. So yeah, so yeah, and I'm so looking forward to watch you fight and tell all my friends like, hey, she was on my podcast, yo. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're gonna be there in the ring. You know. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe I'll be translating for you. <laughs> What language? <laughs> I know. And, and angrily, they call me angry translator. So you're gonna say something, and I'm gonna say it with like, "What you meant, really? To go screw yourself, motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It depends. Depends on you know. The, depends on the contract. <laughs> All right, Tanya. So thanks so much for being Thank on the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so All right, much. Thanks, everyone. Everyone, don't forget to subscribe to Azizi Podcast on YouTube, on uh, Spotify, iTunes, and all the other platforms. We are everywhere. Please sign up and leave us a great rating. I appreciate it. Alrighty. Bye, everyone. Bye.